Okay, we're live. This is the first episode of Find the Good News right. Live. Yeah. So I'm sitting here with Mike Brignac. Mike has been on Find the Good News before as a guest, but not as a co-host. Yeah, this is cool. I'm on the the others. It's a whole different feeling on this side of the table. It really is, man. I uh, this is actually I got a, a whole different feeling just yes, being here myself. Nice. You know. I um. I wasn't sure how we were going to start the show, but uh, you know this 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 is something new. We want to make sure that everything's stable. This is our don't want any technical difficulties, so we want to make sure that everybody that's tuning in knows that we're hosting this show at Mixler.com. That's M-I-X-L-R.com. You can search Find the Good News, or you can just go to Mixler.com slash Find the Good News. When you go to Mixler.com slash Find the Good News, you'll be able to listen to the show. You'll be able to join the chat once you sign up. And then you'll also be able to download the Mixler app. That's M-I-X-L-R app in your app store, uh, iPhone and Android. So you should be good to go. So, Mike, you had to cross the bridge to get here. Yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, it is. That And then... As soon as I got on the bridge, oh a downpour, gosh. and it's just on the bridge. It, you know, it's right well, there. I think it's kind of, I think it's actually kind of cool because the logo for the live episodes of Find the Good News has a big lightning bolt in it. So that's oh, kind of see, yeah. And I did see some lightning bolts. Yeah. So. Well, when you first walked in, I heard like this big thunder crash, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool because I bring that with me. Our guest today, Tom Trahan Ooh. and Kat Godsey from Brimstone Museum and Henning Cultural Center are going to be taking the live wire challenge. So, uh, and then there's a couple of, there's a lightning round in that too. So it's really, uh, I think it's really exciting. It was oh, kind yeah. of fitting for the show. So they're going to be talking about their chaos theory art show, which is actually, uh, being presented right now at the Brimstone Museum and Cultural Center. Um, and I think that sh- the after parties this weekend, you go on Mike. Oh yeah. I think that would be perfect. I've got no plans. So after far. party. It's probably not, it's probably not the right. I guess party, Kat Tom will tell us exactly <laughs> what that is. But oh yeah, God. it's going to be totally rad as I understand it. It's going to be the 80s party. There's going to be some fun stuff. And then you're going to get to check out that Chaos Theory show if you've never checked that out before. That's, oh, there, there it is. Thunderstruck. I bring the thunder. I love it. Um, so that's this Saturday, August 31st, 6 to 9 p.m. here in Sulphur, Louisiana. They're pretty easy to find. They're in a pretty nice spot over there. It's a, I call it the crown jewel it's of the beautiful. city of Sulphur. It's a beautiful yeah. little spot in Yeah, Sulphur. it is. You can take a walk if it's not raining or if you have an umbrella. Um, or if you just like the rain, you can go do that yeah. over at the Grove over there, or uh, then just walk on over. It's I don't got know. A lot we're of trees. Go. I like the trees. You've got some shady spots. Yeah, I Which, love it. A little different than our, my hometown. A lot of, you know, empty area downtown. Your hometown yeah. across the river. Oh, I got you. The other one. The unnamed. The no, <laughs> no, we love Lake Charles. We do. You know what I love about that Lake Charles is a lot of my guests for Find the Good News come from Lake Charles, and there's some really great people uh, over there. And you do have some great, yeah, but I'm other than, I mean, I didn't mean me, but well, you have, you've had some really great guests on there. I wanted to, just for a second, let everybody know that may not know that Mike has a podcast of his own, Find it, Feeling Feeling yeah, Twisty. I almost said Find, find the twisty. Good Twisty. That's a whole different thing, and it's going to have a little red E next to it <laughs> on your podcast. Find the Good Twisty. With my br- no, it's Feeling Twisty. It's really great. My it wife's is. a huge awesome. fan. Yeah. Oh, cool. So uh, I think we should go ahead and get started. What do you say? Yes, let's do this. Wake up, it's morning You're dreaming up a story I can hear the way it's going Cause you're laughing 
Laying in your sleep On the path to your deliverance And a holy wall of light Pouring through your window Old news, bad news, fake news Sometimes you want to shut those signals down And seek out good news right here at home With Find the Good News Live, I put my focus directly on good people doing good works right here in our area. I visit with artists, educators, civic and spiritual leaders, musicians, business owners, students, volunteers, and citizens just like you and I who are applying their time, resources, and talents to bring joy, hope, and happiness to our region. I discover what shapes them, what inspires them, and what drives them to do the good work that they are doing. There's a lot of news in the world, but I'm going live in our communities where people are working to make life better. My name is Oren Parker, and this is Find the Good News Live. Okay, so we got Cat and Tom in the house. Hello. Hello. Live mics. Live mics. You guys have actually had kind of a busy day today. Y'all were on KPLC this morning, huh? Uh, Fox 29. Yeah, we were uh, really early. Yeah, oh, yeah? The, the I didn't get show. to watch it yet, actually. I've been busy trying to get this show ready today since this is the first episode. I'm really excited, though, that it was you guys that came. Um, yeah, thanks. You know, the whole theme for Find the Good News has kind of had that fun sort of... It has kind of an 80s vibe. You yeah, know, old yeah. tech, you know, which I'm a kind of a fan of. And I know you guys sure, are, yeah. too, if you've ever been to Tom's office, which I think you have. Not in a long time. It's been a really yeah, long time, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, it hasn't changed But much. I know there's you're a, a retro guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a cool place. I mean, there's so much fun stuff. Every time I go over there to talk to Tom, I'm like... Okay, my eyes are wandering around, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Tom? Is that the uh, is that an old Orco action figure over there? <laughs> yeah, you find some cool stuff. <laughs> That's totally intentional too. It gets people yeah. talking when they come in. They they feel at home in some ways. So I have a question, then. So I mean, you guys are here to talk about obviously the Brimstone Museum and the Henning Cultural Center, Chaos Theory, and this party. That's sort of all a mixed bag right now, right? I mean, it's all mishmash together. I, for me, I got to tell you, like when I initially if i know nothing about brimstone i don't get that feeling like oh there's going to be some kind of really cool pop culture thing going in there right it's almost like it's hidden you get inside and i think for me i go whoa hold on a second i mean you have a lot of people that ever have that experience over there we do um so one of our buildings the the brimstone museum itself it, it focuses so much on the history of the the sulfur mining industry and the city of sulfur's history that we don't really get that kind of a of a reaction because it's kind of expected. It, it's a industrial town, so to have an industrial history museum is is expected. But when they walk into the building next door, the big two story house, there's such a wide variety of things that we host in that building, and then in our other our other buildings as well within the the um, almost said the compound. It's not like that <laughs> within the five building <laughs> complex. Um, there's there's so much other stuff that goes on there that it is a little bit shocking sometimes to see the transitions between the space. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know just from years ago, it used to just be, you know, back the Brimstone was over at Frash Park right. when I was a kid. That was or where the uh, the golf course, I believe. Sure, yeah, yeah. Area is, and so when I was a kid, I remember that. And then they moved that building where you're at, and so for a long time, my biggest takeaway as a kid, I just remember the big block of sulfur that they have over there. So when I go over there and I see that, I go, man, I can still remember seeing that and be kind of a being kind of amazed by just that big block of yellow stuff right that's still there oh, too. yeah that one is it ton there? block 
Yeah, it's still sitting out in the front of the building. It used to be behind the building for a little while once the, the depot was moved from Frash Park to its current location. But um, when we did our big permanent display uh, project in 2014, we moved it up to the front of the building to have uh, more visibility from the road. And since then, we've had people that have pulled in. They were assuming it was a big block of like styrofoam or something, but <laughs> yeah. it's not. I promise you, it's real sulfur. So yeah. So that that the Henning Cultural Center, the house, basically the big white house of there. For people that don't know, I mean, that was someone's home. I'm assuming at one point, yeah. Correct. Yeah, it was the Henning family's home actually in the beginning. Okay. Um, it was built uh, by the Henning family. It was actually their summer home. It was kind of outside of the city limits a little bit. And um, then it was sold at one point to um, several other families held it for a little while. But then the Brack family lived there for a really long time. Um, her name was Clyde Brack. She had a son named Clyde Richard who then sold it to the city of Sulphur. It had gotten a little bit run down. I'd say a little bit. It got a lot run down um, in the, the years that, that he owned it. It was just difficult to maintain because of the size of it and yeah. expensive at all. But um, then Sulphur Parks and Recreation bought it in, I think, 2000. 2000, 2001, 2002, somewhere in there. A little bit before my time uh, at the museum. But uh, then the big renovation was completed in 02, so. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember, I'm sorry. I, no, I remember please. covering that as a reporter. Oh, I really? think it's uh, Jason maybe was over there. Yeah, that's right. Jason yeah. Barnes, he was over there. Yeah, it was a big deal. Was a, I was amazed at how beautiful the building is. Yeah, it was a major renovation. Just incredible to see what they did with the place. Yeah. I know the first time I ever went over there, uh, Tom happened to be working there. I think I was making a delivery uh, for some one of the ad agencies that maybe had done something for you. And so I'd heard Tom's name a few times, and this is going back a decade or so ago. <laughs> but uh, everybody, kept, I kept hearing about this nice guy, Tom, and how Tom was going to do a good job. I think maybe you had just taken over as uh, the director or something to that, that effect. would make sense, yeah. But yeah, I went in there and I met Tom. He was just a young, happy guy, man. I was like, man, this guy is cool. It was a cool display there. I took some pictures in there that day, and I was like, wow, this is a neat place. I'd never been in there before. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's, yeah. That's a good uh, first impression, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, and who knew who knew that you'd end up we'd end up being friends? I mean, I you know didn't expect that we'd end up hanging out or anything like that. Right, but it right. It's kind of cool. The there the, the thing that I like about that place again was just sort of the surprise of it all. You know, I yeah. walk in and I expect I guess I kind of expected it to be traditional art, like you know, and I don't whatever that means. That's kind of an umbrella term, but that's kind of what I expected when I went in there. Hmm. That it would be just things that I'd already. I hate to say this, but the truth is, I thought it would be something I'd seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, I really did. Right, yeah. I was surprised at just the history of sulfur. I really didn't pay attention to it, honestly, till I started interviewing Jason and then you back right. in the early 2000s. And yeah, I had no idea. They didn't teach us that in Lake Charles, any history sure. of sulfur other than it's, you know, it's West Cow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's got deep national ties, too. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty big story. It's just in, in our backyard, you know, it's pretty important, I think, for locals to know, you know, what happened right here in this area and why we're such an industrial power now um, and continuing to grow, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing that always surprised me, too, is how much impact that uh, that process for extracting the sulfur really affected so many other industries mm-hmm. that really, to this day, kind of changed the world. You still feel the ripples from it, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's wild. So we got a silent partner over here, and I'm looking right at her. It's Kat Godsey. <laughs> so, Kat, you're kind of a newer addition to this whole mix, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm the young pup, or, or cat. As the you young cat. It. I like <laughs> the young cats. Yeah. I love that name, too, man. I, I say it out loud like Kat Godsey. Is I'm going <laughs> to say that right yeah that is okay. it's my married name so yeah. yeah but it's just got a cool ring to it you know 
Ah, yeah. Do you yep. think so too? She's I nodding with cool. affirmation. I am. Sorry, I'm. I'm still getting used to the podcast. Format. Yeah, you ever do a podcast before? I haven't. No, I listen to a lot. So yeah, and yours especially. So. Yeah, being on one's a little different, <laughs> and hosting one's a little different. There's all kinds of different layers to it. <laughs> yeah, but no, I just wanted. I was kind of. I was kind of cool whenever I found out that you were over there because I had kind of seen you out in the community as a graphics designer at other entities. But uh, now I'm seeing through this current chaos theory, and then the way that y'all sort of spun this one i mean how much of your influence is involved in that i am gonna take credit here because i know whenever i can whenever i can and um it it (laughs) was my idea to have this little closing or big closing reception um i just knew that one of my favorite things is you know civic community engagement i love going to places doing things um i'm really big into the cosplay community and we do comic cons stuff like that so uh i just wanted to you know emphasize like a creative aspect to this because it's an art show you know we really wanted to bring a lot of more community involvement to this so um so yeah i just pitched it to tom i walked into his office one day i was like hey i have an idea and he never shuts down my ideas like he is honestly a really great person for that i Um, appreciate that no seriously i've worked at places before where they're just like okay whatever you know just gloss over that but you know i bring stuff to tom and he's like yeah let's let's go for it like the flip-flop he didn't even blink an eye about that (laughs) i love that love the (laughs) flip-flop yeah well how could we for i actually for i saw it the other day and i forgot it's funny how how things are such a flash in the pan Mm -hmm. and that y'all had that you had that sort of spark to go hey this is going to be something we're going to want to remember mm-hmm. right and so there are going to be people a decade two decades from now who are going to go they're going to have their kid with them and go daddy why is there a flip-flop in <laughs> yeah. the brimstone and he's going to be like well son you see <laughs> 20 great. years ago legends yeah, legends that would be told about it and i would have thought that like by this point it would have died down but we had someone legitimately like first part or last part of last week who came through and said oh this is it oh my god it's this is that flip-flop like you know i still have to explain it to a lot of people especially locals but man or especially out of towners but uh there are some locals that are still looking for it so yeah well you know the flip-flop i mean unfortunately uh, and this may be seen as a negative thing to say but uh i think it does sort of capture our city in a certain way you know because uh the flip-flop just isn't what you would think people want to elevate elevate but in sulfur we elevate that that loose flip-flop i'm jealous you yeah. know we don't have a flip-flop no. or a sandal or it's very unifying yeah it's it is our our city's like little sebastian or something yeah, <laughs> yeah little sebastian that's great <laughs> i do remember and it's so weird when i first started seeing that flip-flop in, in online i went oh my gosh whoever did this whoever called attention to this i've been having these thoughts like i, I remember <laughs> yeah. a few times I, I get up some saturday mornings and go walk i'll walk from the grove to the end of maple driving back and so there were a few early mornings before the sun was up and the traffic was kind of low it, it wasn't really hectic i was like man I, i'm because i don't like litter and i was like this flip-flop's been here for like a few weeks man i should probably go get that out of the road <laughs> right. little did i know you know it's a whole yeah. following but it would be in like the daylight i would sit there at the intersection i'm sure other people were doing it too i'm like this flip-flop's still here <laughs> that's crazy that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy i just think it's awesome that so that was that was another one of your ideas yeah i'm full of them i'm, I'm a big idea person <laughs> right. but whenever it comes to following through i'm afraid I, i'm working on that that's a work in progress there well, well tom that's kind of cool to have somebody working with you like that she's just like a can you just pop the top and just reach in and what, <laughs> what comes out an idea today never yeah know. yeah you just never can tell <laughs> yeah has it been fun i mean with the because oh, yeah you know how long have you been at the uh inning? i started in about what is it april or Mid-March. march Mid-March. Oh wow! So it's been it's still fairly. Is is this Chaos Theory show your first show? 
Um, no, we, we had the works of women and the works oh, of men okay, show. Okay. Um, and then also, I think you were you were just starting out. Your first show was the rodeo show. Right. I was able to do the advertising for that one um, I see. just a little bit. But that had already been, yeah. In, that was what? Ran- ranching and rodeoing in mm-hmm. southwest Louisiana. That was yeah. a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of y'all's exhibits are pretty fun. I, I didn't get to see the works of women, but I did get to see works of men. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I just think it's kind of cool. I don't know. Chaos Theory is a good one, I would think, to just kind of ramp up to, right? Yeah. I mean, did y'all do anything different with Chaos Theory this year? Um, We did. We did quite a few things, actually. So we have a whole different crop of artists because we had to push the timeline up this year. Normally, it's a little later in the year. And so last year, we held it in October. This year, it was June. So some of our, our artists that participated in past shows... They didn't have enough time to create, you know, large quantities of stuff to be in the show. So um, we had a different, a different kind of crowd this year for the, um, for the entries or whatever. And so, as a result, uh, we had an idea that we, I had an idea that I had been kicking around for a couple of years uh, about this room. We were going to do a room like dressed up like some time period. And yeah. I mean, obviously, it's going to because it's me. It's going to be the '80s or the '90s, and it's. Uh, because that's where a lot of my own collection comes from. So we uh, we started looking at the art that we had brought in and uh, from various artists and started looking at the space and realized that one of our pretty good-sized rooms was going to be um, pretty sparse. Yeah. And so we shuffled some things around, and I started calling in some favors and you know bringing in artifacts. Cat raided her grandfather's house. and <laughs> His attic, actually. <laughs> attic, I went up yeah. in his attic. <laughs> and that so was a trip. Contacted some friends that were like-minded, like hoarders or whatever, collectors of things, and... Uh, just ask them to start bringing stuff that we could use in the room, magazines, records, newspapers, you know, just various artifacts Yeah. to, uh, to dress it up like a kid's bedroom from the 1980s. And I mean, I think it turned out pretty good. We, uh, we, uh, had a, some good feedback for it. We, we lit the room well, like had some fun with the layout and stuff like that. Got some support from care help. And, um, and I know she's been on the show too. They yeah, yeah. loaned us some furniture and Bayou Beds uh, donated or loaned us a, a full size or tw- twin size mattress to be able to dress up like uh, with some vintage bed sheets that I found on Facebook Marketplace. That's and, like, cool. just, <laughs> oh yeah, it, it all oh, yeah. pulled together from a wild variety of sources. So uh, yeah, it's it's. It's a whole new addition to the show for sure. I actually kind of love that. I mean, you know, people walking in on one hand could potentially just look at that and go, oh, they they have these collections, right? But this is really, a, in a way, a community effort. It I mean, is. that's Oh, really... totally. And going even back to the artists, I was talking about this with Kat yesterday, how like the whole show couldn't have, ha- or the whole room thing that what I thought was a pretty good success this year, it couldn't have happened without the art show surrounding it, the framework of the show. Otherwise, it'd just be a weird bedroom in an old empty house, you know, and that'd just be, who's going to visit that? That would be right. stupid. So... Um, so having the artists in place and having the, the, the piece there to draw a little the extra attention to the show itself, um, I, I don't know. I thought it was a perfect storm this year. It really worked out for all of us. Well, I know on opening night when I went uh, at the opening reception, I guess that's what you call it, a reception. I'm uncultured enough to not know the right name, but uh, but I enjoyed that, and I think that I saw a lot of people who kind of were there the whole time, and it was neat to just visit with people that I didn't know. You know, you'd see people kind of peeking in the room, and we would just generate these awesome conversations about different shows you watch, and it would just stimulate memories, or you would look in the room and see something that maybe you didn't own, but you do remember, you know? Oh, totally. Including your contribution, by the way. What, right. what did I contribute? I don't remember. What? Oh, Meg- Megaforce. Deeds, That's right. Yes, yes. Cassette tapes, Megaforce poster, the Bose Megaforce. Videos mug, the coffee mug from Bose oh, Videos. Oh, Bose Videos. I mean, I wish, oh, yeah. I wish so bad that I had just kept 
had the wherewithal as a young person. My dad always produced all these cool little things that he would give away at the store. And I just wish I had collect. There were certain movies I wish I had kept and posters. I, and like cardboard cutout things. It's just all this stuff that I see in all these old pictures I have. And I go, man, I wish I had just some of these things, man. I wish as a kid, you just weren't so blow and go, you know, and you're like, Oh, this is going to be important to me someday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the video store and picking out a movie was such an experience, and our kids just don't get that at all. Everybody's standing, sitting in their car in the air conditioning and looking at the red box. That's the closest (laughs) thing. Oh, no. The thrill of going into the video store, and it had a a certain smell to it. Oh, Oh, They all, that plastic, a new plastic kind of smell. Oh, yeah. And I never went to Bose Video. I remember it, though. I passed by it all the time. Had no idea the connection. Oh, yeah. You you know, it's your family. It's your dad's. But... The one in Lake Charles was Louisiana. Uh, what was it called? It's on Ryan Street. I can't. Lake Charles Video. I think it was okay. the very first one. Foul Play was the very first movie we ever rented. <laughs> really? And it came in its own box. Still, they didn't have cases back then. You actually got it in its box. The original packaging. You know, and, I, this is a confession. A confession about the video store thing. And I mean, now that it's all long gone, I can say this out loud. Back then, it would have been illegal. <laughs> but uh, Dad would rent these movies, just like a lot of people, and go, you know, want to record like twenty movies on one cassette. So he would go <laughs> rent a big stack of movies, and he had it all set up to where he could record these movies. And that's what gave him the idea. He's like, man, I could actually just start a video store. And I think it was the idea that he had all these recordings. He's like, maybe I should just get into movies. That was sort of sort of got the bug in him. <laughs> That's what triggered him. But I'll tell you, you'll like this. He, we had rented Transformers the movie. That was around oh, that yeah. time period. And he was recording it, you know, copying <laughs> it. And I walked in the bedroom. Everybody was asleep. And I saw it on the TV. Oh, and wow. there was, And it was at this part in the movie that I was like, oh, wait, I want to watch that part. So I go and I rewind it, <laughs> you know, and to the part I want to watch. And then I watched it again. And so then I go back to watch the recorded version one day that dad had made. And I'm like, I'm going to watch the Transformers movie. And I put it in <laughs> and I get to that part and it's like, man, I told a ghost of yourself right that's there. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I screwed that all up. I, and that's what was my first time to learn. I was like, oh, so that's how that works. It doesn't just copy it. You know, <laughs> I, I was a little kid. So <laughs> I didn't know what I, I was miss doing. analog. I miss the, the analog way of recording everything. Oh yeah. I was a reporter when we, we still did. Everything was analog to tape. We were interviews were on tape, and we had to cut the tape, yeah, tape right. it together. And then I was at Fox, and we started doing digital, and and I was amazed. I said, you know, I was like, you can take this file, this interview, and just drag it over with the mouse, <laughs> yeah. no physical anything, into this Too magic easy. box you call a computer. You know, it just it totally. The digital age totally took me by storm. I was I was amazed by it, and that wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's amazing no, agree, how fast man. it went. There's something special about that. Like my son, my eight year old son, um, we've been watching old movies lately. Like he loves Ghostbusters. We just finished mm-hmm. it. There was a time when I would try to think I had too early. I was like, Hey, you're gonna love Ghostbusters. You're five, and he was like, I don't like this, <laughs> yeah. you know. But then now he's like, Last night he was like, No, I want to finish Ghostbusters, and so we watched Ghostbusters, and then now we're watching Back to the Future, Ooh. and he's just glued to it and it makes you realize how good those movies are but for me i'm watching it and going like what you're saying there there's a grain to it yeah. and the lighting just feels more real it doesn't feel so manufactured yeah you know the frame rate the frame rate is what gets me i yeah. hate hd stuff like uh, even too. as a kid of the you know hd era and all that i hate it it's annoying totally agree mm. when i would watch it makes everything look like a soap opera mm-hmm. yeah yeah i they say it's supposed to be more realistic, it's but awful. it looks uh, fake to yeah. me, less Fisher. real. I want it. 
I want the film version, yeah. just like I, totally I like the crackle and the pop of, an, of a vinyl record. That, right. I, I want that. There's yeah. something to it for sure. Yeah, it's interesting to grow. And I've heard my grandmother say this, uh, talking about you know living through all these technologies, like the rise and fall of technologies. And I was kind of meditating on that the other day. Like what what just audio alone? Like what technologies have I experienced in my life? And I remember when I was a kid, my mom and dad had one of those big TVs that had like the record player and the eight track player oh, yeah. and had all that stuff in there. And, uh, you know, that was one technology, eight tracks. And I can remember my buddies coming over to spend the night and we would put, uh, the eight track for Greece hmm. in my mom and dad's TV, you know, and listen to Greece. And I was like, man, so that was like an old for me. I'm going, okay. So at least I remember having eight tracks. I don't even know what was before eight tracks. I mean, was it just vinyl? I mean, was that it? Was there no? And real, the real tape. Yeah, okay. We had a lot of, we had that growing up. We had the records in the real, my dad had huge real tape player. Oh, real, really? Real, yeah, and he'd play, he had different I've recordings. Never, I've never seen that. Oh, I still have some real tape. Really? Should, yeah, I have a real tape that's got recording on it. I just don't have a real to real player anymore. Wow, man. So that was how that was. See, I have a lot of pictures of old tech on the show, and it gets to a level where I'm, a, a time period where I'm going, you know, I've seen that, but I don't really, it's really cool. know what that is. When I worked in radio, we still had one, and I was able to take that real and bring it to work and record it, digitize it, because it has a lot of my dad's uh, commercials from back in the 60s and 70s. He had a copier dealership. but So it had a lot of his commercials on there, and so I made a CD for him and gave it to him. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. And it yeah. probably still has all the hisses and pops and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, and it squeaks and weird. No, you can... I can tell, you know, when it's off of a reel-to-reel tape, it sounds different than off of a record, but it, there's a different... There's still that that feeling to it that you just don't get with the hmm. digital uh, digital stuff. So you guys are really capturing all of that that we're talking about in that room, yeah? yeah we're trying, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, in one we haven't talked about, and I just want to plug this because they were making fun of me for it. I couldn't tell the difference between something called an Intellivision. Uh, I had never heard uh, of this, uh, and the 8-track. And they were like, oh, come what? on, Kat, you're like a baby over here. I'm like, I don't know what this stuff is. Well, they is. are similar in size, yeah. and you're probably looking at the, the, the cassette or whatever yeah. and going, what's similar? What is, the, what is this? I found right. a bunch of that stuff, the, the Intellivision cartridges in my grandma pause attic and i was like dude you no had like way. the rich kid stuff yeah and it's like dungeons <laughs> and dragons and like oh. a bunch of different things up there i was like papa like i love that you don't get rid of stuff that's great <laughs> that is really cool he might yeah. sound, so it sounds like he has a lot of stuff a lot of that stuff in that room came from there uh just a few of the things just some of the stuff we had piled on top yeah uh, okay yeah I, I dig that room i mean i haven't got to walk through it i just kind of I, I don't know how many people have had got an opportunity to do that but i just kind of stuck my head through the door and you want to lean in a little further every time you know you yeah not there. really anybody actually we designed it to be like a shadow box where you can view it from two angles and so that's one of the things we'll be able to do at the um on the night of the uh, the party uh, yeah we'll allow people to go in and maybe sit around in the room and take some photos um, we'll charge like a little fee or something as a token to, well, yeah. you know, as a fundraiser in quotation marks for the museum. Right. Um, we'll let people go in and if they're dressed in 80s costumes and can take a picture in a 1980s bedroom, I mean, I think that'd be a cool little takeaway from the show itself. Yeah, I've even, I've seen some people post some things online, like several photographers and, and like videographers have done some photo shoots in there. It looks pretty cool. Right. There was one yesterday that was really cool. The girl's outfit was needed, like really captured the 80s to me had like some of morgan elaine's buttons and stuff yeah, on her that was jacket a madison hartley shoot okay. um she worked with um ashley gates and uh, jordan clark and they all worked together on that she was really really wonderful to watch them do that too yeah it was they had neat. their lights and everything yeah they came in there like pros and just man 
did yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and then I saw that um, Morgan had like some of her David Bowie art in there, or something, mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know, just everything. It seems like it's such a community effort. I think that's what's really awesome. Well, that's the thing, cool and then also it. seeing the art in the show itself, like all the different pieces we got this year. Like we received more like weaponry, I guess, artwork that's like swords and yeah. armor and things like that, um, which was cool looking. I mean, oh, I totally it was really cool. We put all that together in one room and started calling it the armory because it's like oh, cool. it's all like the same kind of a feeling or whatever. Um, one of our artists, Ashley, she mentioned earlier, Ashley Gates made this big concrete, you know, alien from the Aliens movies or whatever. I mean, it's stunning to see. It's huge. It looks like it'd be incredibly heavy, but it's foam and concrete. I saw Not that. Even. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's freaking cool. I gotta get over there. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's, she did her research, and it's supposed to be life size, like really? seven feet tall. Yeah, but it's like kind of curled up. That's and actually like a fossil. terrifying wow. if right? that's actually life yeah, size. It is. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like I almost hate to mention like one specific artist because they are so so many like the upstairs is full of i don't want to name all the names but like jim ferguson abby sands there's a whole bunch of people that just put a lot of cool stuff in the show this year yeah i enjoyed it i you know i'm gonna be honest i didn't get i didn't go to get to go to chaos theory last year and uh this year i was like okay i and i say that on the show you know that's one of y'all on y'all's ad on the show i always say you know i'm gonna change that about myself you know i i I can't talk about something and try to encourage other people to do it if i'm not gonna at least try it that's right and so i I just kind of felt guilty there's this great thing right here in town the kind of thing that you go you hear people say i wish we had this i wish we had that i do say that a lot when i see your posts tom (laughs) right on that's awesome (laughs) you say you wish you had stuff i found yeah yeah yeah. well and just the the stuff you do at the museum oh right on you post these all these different events i'm like man we can do that here yeah right on that's i totally agree so how long is chaos theory going to be up what's how much time is left is it just through this weekend until saturday okay saturday oh, is the okay. last night you'll be able to and it's gone forever so. okay so anybody yep. listening if you haven't been to chaos theory yet if you want to go look at it without a bunch of people there you know crowding you this is the time to do it but if you want to go and see it and get a full effect of what you can capture the whole thing the whole feeling of it so y'all got something special saturday night right, right. so tell us about it oh you're looking Ooh. at me all right <laughs> saturday night we have a lot of different activities planned actually i figured since it was her idea she'd jump in there no, i mean I'm if kidding. you want me to you did such a great job i'll, I'll do the first half you do the second okay, half so here's great. what we got we have artists on the porch we have some uh some of the artists in the show and then some others that didn't make it in the show uh, we'll be out on the porch selling artwork in booths. They have, uh, what do we have, 10 of them, I believe, you mm-hmm. said earlier. Okay, so you're going to have art vendors. I didn't yeah, realize vendors. that. Okay, That's right. cool. That's good. And so um, we uh, actually are really excited to have Boombox, the pop popsicle stand. They're coming out yeah. to the oh, yeah. Formerly Pops and Rockets, That's right, right. formerly mm-hmm. Pops and Rockets. So um, they are very 80s branded, you know, totally. pop culture branded. And so I'm very excited to be able to work with those guys. They're uh, they're going to be out uh, throughout the evening from 6 to 9. Um we will also have, uh, like I mentioned, the 80s room. We're going to open it up since it's the end of the show. Please don't steal anything from in there when you're in there. It's all my, a lot of my That's stuff is I, in there. I would worry about that. That would be something that would concern me in, for sure. In some cases, I brought duplicates of things instead of like my originals, but there are some things in there that are pretty special. So um, so just know that we have cameras. I'll be watching you. <laughs> but, uh, so that'll Checking be open pockets. for people. Yeah, that'll be open. To, um, we are doing a costume contest, and that's where I'll kick it over to Kat. Okay. Ooh, okay. Right. Yeah, so the costume contest is going to be really cool. Our grand prize is um is a hundred and sixty dollar worth grand prize. You can learn dancing from Amanda Yellow. Yellow. 
Yellet, Yellet. thank you. We know her. Yes. She's been on the show, too. That's yeah, right. she she came forward last week and texted Tom and says, like, you know, hey, I want to offer this as a, as a prize. And we were like, wow, that's incredible. So it's it was great really, prize. really great. So it's four, um, it's four lessons, which is one big session. So um, that's our grand prize winner. We've got a couple other little prizes. And we've got this really cool little scavenger hunt going on throughout the uh, event for the night. So it'll be like a couple of things you can tick off. And uh, adults can play it, too, you know, but it's, it's for the kids and the adults. And um, we're going to have a very special little prize for that one. If you want to, um, you get tickets and you enter them into each prize that you want. If you, if you want to go all in on one or, you know, split it up, you know, take your chances. Um, our one of the baskets is uh, it's actually going to be the flip-flop. So we've wow. got the yes. actual flip-flop. You can win You're giving it away. The replica. Yeah, the replica. It's the replica. We do not have the original. Don't don't at us. Oh, we don't have right. it. So this but, is it's a replica, but y'all yes. are going to keep your replica, right? Or I can no, always is, make another one. This is the one we that was on display. Oh, on oh wow! Mm-hmm. So the one that you've seen at yes. Brimstone, you should bronze yes. it. Get, right. get a, I get thought out. about that. I did. Th- I have the other one That's at my house. Idea. Do it. <laughs> so we might, we might, but we did promise it'd be there till the end of the summer, and then we'd shut up about it. So, I got gotcha. you. Okay. That's cool. Viva la flip flop. Viva. So yeah, true flip flop fans can come. I can't even say that one. Um, coming, come and win the flip flop, and you will become the flip flop king or queen, as it were. So um, we've also got Jack Harrell coming to play some live music. Yeah, yeah. Jack was on my show. He hasn't aired yet, but Jack, he, um, I, I, you know, I was sitting there listening to Jack, and the way he just moves from one song to the next, and he's playing all these great '80s and '90s songs and some video game stuff, and I was like, dude, this is so cool. This is like just fits and plugs right into what you guys are doing. They're a good crossover, yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah. I'm excited to hear him. Thank you for that, by the way. You were the one that, that told us about it. I'm him. excited about it, honestly. He's a good kid, and I mean, he's just got a good heart, and he's been kind of... I, I Catch him now before everybody's trying to get him. He's so That's talented. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm just amazed. Hmm. I, I told you off the air that I've known him since he was a baby, but uh, we got to see him play live at uh, Cousins Oh yeah, he a couple months ago. Cousins? Okay. And Man, it just—it's—I love live music, but live piano. It's just—it's just beautiful. He's yeah. You could pick just about any song. I couldn't, you know. There's no songs I could think of that he couldn't play. Well, yeah, he he emailed me and he's like, "I'm so excited about this." Just so you guys know, he's like super excited about it, and he um. He, he said, hey, man, I, you know, what's some songs? And so I sent him, like, a whole bunch of stuff. I said, dude, you shouldn't ask me this question. But I'm, like, <laughs> just firing off all this stuff. So anyway, I'm excited to see what he puts together for you guys. Yeah, we are, too. We are. We really are. So after he plays, we are going to have some 80s music playing in the in the main part of the gallery. So you can come and bust That's a move cool. on the dance floor. So, oh, okay. Yeah, live it up. Live it up. You know, it's not every day you get to go to an 80s party. So, um, and then we have our our shining stars of the evening is Louisiana Ghostbusters. Yeah. And, I mean, whenever I tell you these guys are great, these guys are, and, and ladies, are wonderful. I, I have loved communicating with them throughout this process. I know about them from various comic conventions I've gone to before. Really? Yeah, and they, they bring the Ecto-1, which is their, you know, Ghostbusters car. I really can't wait to see that. It's going to be beautiful. So, they're going to be out on the lawn for us um, taking pictures and uh, kids and adults Again, because this is this is really mostly we, we know who this event is for. Yeah, that's we know for the it we say it for the kids, we but say, it's totally for us. Mm-hmm. Family Parents. event. Family. No, so they're going to be uh, taking pictures out on the lawn, and with a donation, you can actually get your photo edited professionally, and they will put all like the plasma streams in it and everything. Oh, how cool. You can, that's cool. You can 
suit up as one of them you can get <laughs> in the car so really yeah they bring that out and and these these guys are great um they they do all this they are a nonprofit really um, that helps other nonprofits well, that's cool. so they go around they do like relay for life you know american cancer society and stuff like that so even approaching them i felt a little bad i was like oh we're just a museum guys you know but like we would love to have y'all here so yeah um <laughs> Luckily, they they worked with us, picked a day, and and it's Saturday. So that's awesome, and that plugs in perfect. God, what a great event! I mean, I know Chaos Theory, and and you know it's an art museum gallery, but you know y'all really went farther with this. I think this event. I mean, people are gonna expect a lot from you guys now with Mm -hmm. this. I think. Let's cross our fingers that we can keep (laughs) keep putting on good stuff. Yeah, oh, you will. I mean, this is cool. I I mean, and and you know, I got a question. I've just been thinking this even before you guys did your show and, and it came up with this party it just seems like the 80s are hot right now and uh I, I kind of am one of those people where i start to worry about things like that where i go oh it's hot and everybody's doing it but what happens when it's not hot anymore right uh, oh, just keep doing it yeah just keep yeah. that's what i keep thinking i'm like classy, keep doing though. it <laughs> well, if you love it yeah what do you think that is though why do you think the 80s are so hot right now because i mean it's everywhere all the shows i mean wonder woman's coming out mm-hmm. it's gonna be set in the 80s the new American Horror Stories set in the 80s. You got yeah. Stranger Things. I mean, what is that about that time period that's so alluring to people right now? I, you know, for me, okay, so I'll, and there was also that show, The Goldbergs. Remember that? Did mm, you ever see that yeah, one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of their stuff set in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. It was not as widespread a show as Stranger Things, but I think it's because people that are in the same age group, like like in my age group, that are getting into that, you know, I don't know, late 30s, early 40s. They were children in the 80s, and the 80s as a child was amazing. Like, we had, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that I paid attention to was not, you know, politics and the economy, and I was paying attention to Mr. Rogers and He-Man, and I cared about what video game was coming out next. Life was a lot lighter back then, and so it's that whole, like, uh, with the good old days syndrome, you know, like the the boomers went through this a few years ago and it's like, Oh, it's so awesome growing up on the farm and we walked everywhere. And so it just, that, that is what's happening to us now. It's our version of that. But the difference is we have different icons that we were raised with than that generation was. And so, um, I think that's what's going on with some of that. It it will eventually fade away, but we'll be those old guys that are still talking about me, man, and Mr. Rogers when we're in our eighties. So, yeah, I agree. I think it's, we're the, the major demic, the main demographic that, spends the money and that advertisers looked for or we're in that that's our generation right now so am i hot no you're good okay uh i think that's what has to do we're driving the dollars true and so we're doing it for ourselves because that's we're that demographic just like 20 years ago when we weren't the demographic well, I was already in the Democrat. I'm older. But, <laughs> you know, there was that phase where the 60s were big. Yeah, and right. In the That's 70s right. and everything was, you know, psychedelic and rainbow and peace symbols. And, and you still have some of that now, but you're, now it's the 80s. It's because just we're getting older and we're at that. Stepping we're forward, the age yeah. in control right now. What's well, funny yeah. that you say that because I was having that that feeling the other the other morning. It was Patrick Swayze's birthday, oh, yeah. and you know I was watching Dirty Dancing to kind of give because I love Patrick Swayze movies. I really was a big fan when I was a kid, and I was like, I'm gonna watch Dirty Dancing, and I was watching Dirty Dancing, and I think of that as an '80s movie. But when I'm watching Dirty Dancing, in my mind's associating with the '80s. The movie itself is about the '60s. Right, and, you yeah. Know, Stand by me. Another movie that's like that comes out in the '80s. Think of it as an '80s movie set back in the '50s and '60s. Oh, you know? that's true. That's a good you point. know, 
it's and it's weird because you go, oh yeah, these are movies at that time period. It was a twenty year, thirty year. So when your parents watched Stand by Me, see they're they had nostalgia for that time period right. that it was set. But we, it's it's funny how our, everybody's point of view. It, there's meaning in everybody's point, <laughs> yeah, and how we see it. But it, they're completely different on mm-hmm. what we're interpreting. Yeah, yeah we totally. We were even talking about costumes for y'all's party, and I was talking about that with my son. He's like really stressing out over what he needs to look like, nice. and like looking at like, can we go to Goodwill and find this? <laughs> and you know, what's a costume I can do? And he's landed on something. We're gonna have to see if we can pull it off. But because uh, he actually looks like somebody, but he's right on the edge. It's 1989. We'll that's, take it. That's so close. Yeah, I'm doing it. You want to know who it is? So. I'll tell you. Because yeah, somebody told me, is he going to blow it for him? Is he going to listen yeah, to this and be like, oh, he, yeah, no, no, no. He, he's going <laughs> to. Okay. It's cool. He, it's uh, Christian Slater from Gleaming the Cube. <gasps> what? Oh, the skateboard nice. movie. Skateboard movie. That's awesome. Yeah, because somebody said, dude, because his hair has got that blonde, bleach blonde, and they were like, you look like Christian Slater from Gleaming the Cube. He goes, who is that, Dad? And I was like, <laughs> holy crap. You do look like Christian <laughs> Slater from Gleaming the Cube. And so he's like all bent on getting that done, but. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, I was thinking about like what would my call what, what would be my authentic eighties costume, right? So I went, Well, who how old was I in the eighties? And so I put myself in like fourth, fifth grade and I started thinking about well, what was I actually wearing? Not like what was cool. Oh, yeah. Right. Like what was I actually <laughs> wearing? Dinosaur t shirts and yeah, what yeah, I was like, it was probably some jeans. Then I had my belt because I was a skinny kid. And uh, I had my belt pulled up to my ribs, you know, and my and a, a V-neck um, sports, this one shirt I used to wear all the time. I loved it. It was like a V-neck uh, team shirt. It just was like generic team. And it had like just numbers on it. It was like sport gray. That's awesome. You know, with my little bowl cut type hair and just whatever sneakers. It's like, it really wasn't anything uh, fantastic. You know, I didn't have a whole lot of it was Me neither, plain yeah. clothes. We, heck, I shop at Kids Mart. Yeah, all the way most all the way through high school i was still am i'm a small man i'm yeah. not a, i'm not a great stature but yeah so most of my stuff is just uh, except for my f- one pair in eighth grade i had a pair of gray parachute pants oh wow oh, i love those things parachute but, pants and holy cow hobie cat hoodie yeah <laughs> my feather back hair, hair was feathered that's awesome with oh, my man. thick frame glasses anyway but other than that it was mainly polos and jeans so I could just go grab stuff out of my closet yep. and you just fit in it. Still. Just be yeah, Mike Brignac spike case. the part right here. You know, spike my hair on one side, Pop your a little less than zero kind of thing. And yeah, yeah I, I have memories like from the '80s. You know, was underoos for sure. Like me and my cousins, <laughs> man, it was like what underoos? You, you know, you ever have yeah, underoos? Yeah. I mean, underoos were you have underoos in the '70s? I did. In the '70s, yeah. oh man, we had we had them in the '80s still. And I was like, man, underoos. I always wanted to be Superman, dude. That's awesome. I take like those, uh, you know, those old safety pins that had like the pink plastic cap, you know, and right. I pin a towel around my uh, around my neck and get after it, man. Running around that's the yard cool. with underwear around. with a towel Well, we all secretly did that. Fighting you know, trees. that's why we wanted underoos just to, oh, yeah. to play, not to sleep in them. Yeah, well, that's right. You wanted to play. It's a weird <laughs> thing when you think about it. I mean, I've thought about underoos. I was trying to explain it to one of my kids, maybe my youngest boy, and I was like, "Yeah, underoos. You know, you get together with your you get together with your buddies, and you put on your underwear. Right. You know, you think <laughs> dress up like Batman and Superman. You wrestle and stuff. That sounds <laughs> really weird. What the heck, man? I'll be forty nine next month, and yeah, my kids frown on that. No, I'm sure. I got to say, Dad, put your clothes. You back. can't get. They can't get. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that in the yard. <laughs> Does this cost anything to go? 
No, not really. It's a it's a uh, it's a free event on the on the front, like to admission and all that. Um, I mean, there will be stuff in there to pay for. Like I said, the boombox will be there, so you can buy popsicles and, and treats and things. Um, inside, we have an art auction. We have some of the artists that were on the um, oh the cool. artists that are out on the yeah. porch have all donated a piece of art that oh, can be purchased awesome. in an auction format. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there'll also be, like I mentioned, the room where you can you can go in. All that's optional. You know, you can yeah. go in the room and take photos in there if you want, but. Um, the fun is free. The fun is so. free. The fun is free. <laughs> and the movie as well. Also okay, the movie. I'm, can you recap that for me? Like, did y'all talk about the no, movie? No, I don't think we did. Okay. No. Right. So when we when we started planning all this, we looked at some other ideas of, of organizations or groups we could partner with to bring into the... It's, it's always better to do things as a group instead of just by yourself. And like, I can throw a party all day. I had an 80s party in my office all day long. I do that every day, you know, uh, nobody comes. Nerd. But uh, but if, if you really want people to embrace the idea, you know, you need you need partnerships. And so we called uh, Erica Martin with City of Sulphur, and uh, they always do an, a thing called um, Movies in the Square. And they normally host it toward the fall, but I asked if they could maybe bump their first one up to coincide uh-huh. with the closing date for this recept- or this exhibit. And um, she was very gracious and ran through all the, the steps to – to get all that set up for us and to have that going on at the same time that ours was going on so that now both attend nice. both ex- uh, events will play off of each other mm-hmm. um and then it also helped to sell the idea to her when we mentioned that the ghostbusters would actually be here what's so, the movie uh it's ghostbusters no yeah yeah yeah. That's the original. Be so cool. yeah so we're showing ghostbusters on the lawn um then uh, we also uh, are partnering with uh sulfur parks and recreation they're our longtime business partner i mean we, we've been working with them for years and years at the museum. And so um, we called and let them know about the event and when it was going on. And they have these large yard size games like Connect Four and things like that that they're going to bring out and have um, before the movie starts, they'll have that access. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that kids that are maybe not interested in the art show or they're, you know, running around uh, not able to keep keep attention or whatever they'll have activities out on the lawn for families and stuff stuff like that so it's cool man and the weather's going to be better the humidity's going to be down oh dude that's really right. I, was, I was just about to ask yeah that's it's awesome. cool that cool front yep uh, coming oh, yeah. through well y'all timed it really just yeah. y'all, y'all planned it that way this was right. hey, we we're, that first. we're gonna put that one on the, the ghostbusters <laughs> called yeah. Terry. Yeah, some said, hey, sort of paranormal some interference um the other the other partner that we have is one of the ones that came toward the uh toward the later side of planning all this is the uh sulfur library they contacted us uh about a week or so ago and wanted to get involved asked how they could you know what they could do to help or whatever and um, they'll actually have in the upstairs, um, one of our upstairs rooms in the gallery, they'll have a mobile library set up where you can like check out books, movies, et cetera, from the 80s. And it's like, uh, you use your regular library card. They'll have a little kiosk That's there, I cool. believe. Like that. Yeah, so that while you're there, if you're inspired, like, man, I really want to rent that Megaforce. Like, they, I don't know if they have it or not, but, you know, they'll have right. books there on uh, books and, and DVDs and stuff there uh, for people to look through and, and check out. Which I'm pretty excited about that. That's I've not really seen that done in. Oh, Megaforce! So. You're excited about watching no, Megaforce. No, not that. <laughs> oh, okay. no, totally. The, the library that's thing. What it is? Yeah. Megaforce was a cool movie. I got to say, <laughs> if anybody does, hasn't seen Megaforce and maybe just has only seen the pictures of it, I've just got to say, go on YouTube and look up the scene towards the end of the movie, and you can find it where Hunter, that's the main character. Rides his motorcycle into the airplane. You have got to check that out. We played that scene. I, I relived that scene, that movie, on my bicycle. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Now, full disclosure, I couldn't ride a bike. I didn't know how to ride a bike yet. I was a very late bloomer. So you liked that. You were like so all about it. I would sit it. with the, with the, uh, with the uh, kickstand 
still oh in gosh, place, yes. in place. But I was moving in the, you know, yeah, was, you were I like rocking, like you were trying to get shooting that. because it didn't have stuff that would shoot out. Oh the front. yeah, it yeah. had the missiles and the little wings <laughs> on that awesome. thing, dude. Yeah. I love the, my favorite part is when he gets in there and the way they congratulate him. It's just just weird. Everything about it, man. But <laughs> it's a weird movie. It's, but I do love that motto, man. The Megaforce motto: deeds, not words. Not you can't you can't beat that. I had it backwards earlier. That's okay. Deeds, not words. Deeds, not words. You, and you know it's funny when you go to cons like Comic Cons. Or comic book conventions, um, I'm always surprised that there's Megaforce stuff out there, hmm. and, and just big stacks of it. Because you know, not everybody knows what Megaforce is, but it's like, oh, we found a bunch of T-shirts and patches oh, and all that stuff. Cool. I was like, man, there's actually a, a Megaforce niche out there. Yeah, they hit like that cult status or something. Don't you love that about the internet though? Now, like if you if you even think of something, it's like I wonder if like I, I love patches, like sew on patches. I sew them on my rucksack. And the other day, I was like, you know, I don't have a Back to the Future patch. And so I just said, well, let me just see. Oh, my gosh. I had my pick of the litter, man. I could get a flux capacitor patch, the license plate patch, the, <laughs> the clock tower. I was like, they got everything. That's I mean, awesome. Every, there's every, somebody's made everything. That's what's wonderful about the Internet, man. You can just go touch your childhood or look at it anyway. And you guys make it so that you can actually go relive it relive yeah, it a little for bit. a little mm-hmm. while yeah, yeah. for yeah. for a small fee as we've been talking <laughs> about it three yeah, right. you were describing the display the, mm-hmm. the the exhibit and it took me back i was kind of lost in thought i was because i was back in my own bedroom and just you know remembering the the, the race cars on the curtains and the star yeah. wars every, star wars and uh, star trek everywhere but and your blouse shirt your top <laughs> It reminds me of something that I would have had in the 80s yeah. you know, with uh, NASA. Yes. Of course, back then, the shuttle was brand new. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was a big space nerd, too. Just, like that's, um, no, I, I bought that this was a big one deal. Tom, actually. Yeah. Oh. I found it in a thrift shop in a bar. So Over at Zephyr's. <laughs> Wait, a they thrift do shop in a bar? A thrift shop in a bar. They do uh, it's retro a, Wednesdays sound over like at it's Zephyr's lost downtown. Found. <laughs> yeah. No, it really was. Well, I mean, I was I was getting a little found. lost, and I found the shirt. So, like, it worked out. I love it when you find stuff. My wife had went to New York before. Or we were married many 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 years ago and my favorite band and i guess they're like predate the 80s but they were popular during the 80s was the police i still uh, yeah that's my lonely island uh band if you asked me like what are you going to listen to you get to pick one band and you can have their whole collected works it would be the police you know i just love them love them but she uh found me a pin like an old you know i don't know what you call them but the little metal pins you know for mm-hmm. band pins but it was like an actual it wasn't like just a remake. It was like an actual old pin from like a po- from police merch. Oh, that's cool. And I, I always I love it, but when I look at it, I'd never really read the thing. It's got like an eagle. It kind of has a badge look to it. But I was reading the slogan they had on it, and it says, um, "You be with the force." Isn't that weird? I was like, why did the police have this as their slogan? You be with the force. This is like (laughs) some mixed up Star Wars slogan, but it's definitely the police's merch. I looked it up online. I was like, yeah, they were. I was going to say, that is an odd slogan. Yeah, it's really strange. (laughs) It's not even. It's not even a, a clean ripoff of it. It's not. No. It's just it's screwy. That's it's, weird. Yeah, no, it's so weird, it's man. You be with the force. You be with the force. No, you, you be with the force. <laughs> Everybody here is getting the force. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. What's your What's your What's your Lonely Island '80s band? Like, if you could oh, pick. Ooh, 80s. You just get the pick. I'll jump out because mine's always, it's Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Oh, you've said that. Singles, don't don't talk to me about Genesis. I have very strong opinions about (laughs) Phil Collins, but Peter Gabriel. Well, that'd be mine as Genesis. No, not really. really. (laughs) I will fight you. I'm just kidding. Throw to 80s throwdown. Def Leppard. Def Leppard. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. As easy. That was actually, we answered those pretty quick. Yeah. 
Speaking no, I, of, mine would be Bon Jovi, actually. Probably. Would it really be? Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I since the Young Guns soundtrack, which might have been '90s, but I think, that, I think it was '80s. Oh. Um, whenever that hit, it caused me to go back through his discography as a kid and just. Yeah, he was saying all the right stuff. Oh, dude, I, I remember Bon Jovi coming out. I remember being in junior high, my first high, my first junior high dance, and they, it was a Hawaiian shirt dance, and I didn't have one. And I was so proud to have it, and <laughs> you know, I'm at this thing at, at that dance, and I was at the concession stand. I can remember getting like remember wax soda cups. Mm-hmm. I don't even know they may even still make those wax soda cups, but it was paper with the wax, and I was oh, I can yeah. re- <laughs> I can remember having that in my hand and hearing uh living on a prayer like whoop, 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 you know? <laughs> yeah. And dude, the gym just erupted. It was just the sound of screaming girls. And I was <laughs> wow, like I, it shocked me. Like I remember the Coke being in my hand. I can visually recall going, Whoa you know, Jeez. and like almost spilling my drink. It was so loud. The girls loved that song so much. That's crazy. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, man, there was a lot of songs like that when it would come on on the dance floor. You know, the, the ultimate for me, and I, I still to this day think it's hilarious. I'm probably, there's probably something online about it is going to a high school dance or a junior high dance and say you say me by Lionel Richie. Oh yeah. And what's funny about that song is it was like the ultimate, like, say you, say me, you know, and you get your hand on the girl's mm-hmm. back and you're in it so slow and you're getting so close. And then, and then you think, you know, the answer. <laughs> oh, no. And everybody's like, wait, what? Uh, wait, what? What do I do? And you're, all the bodies on the dance floor just get like super awkward. Like, do we keep slow dancing? What's going what on here? Doing here? <laughs> and it would happen every time, man. And I was, I didn't sad I, I didn't dance a lot but i did get to watch a lot and i did watch those people uh do that i thought it was so funny it's like oh this is that song that sabotages you it just gets you every time rude so since we're asking questions oh here it is we got something special for you guys oh boy you know this is i guess we're not calling this a podcast we're calling it a broadcast but it's kind of gonna be posted on the podcast but you know, for the folks that actually come on the regular podcast, mm-hmm. find the good news. Uh, they do the fishbowl, and everybody loves the fishbowl. I've had people like tell me they even just like fast forward to the fishbowl, and I'm like, how do I got to get the context? Well, I wouldn't like, fast forward, but I do love. I told you that's like my favorite part. Yeah, because you still like, the show's not over yet. You know, oh, you get yeah, the fishbowl right. another half hour. Um, yeah, or maybe even two hours. <laughs> Some of them, you never know. The fishbowl is full of surprises. But we've got something special for our live guests, and it's called the Live Wire, okay? So we've got some challenge questions, and then we're going to have a lightning round. So, Mike, how do you want to do this? This is our first you wanna, show. Uh, one, rewind, I rewind? That yeah, kind of I'll start, and we'll go down, and then we'll do the lightning round. Sounds and the same thing on the lightning round. We'll okay. just alternate. All right, so, all right, here we go. Now, you guys at home, too, that are or home or wherever these days, if you're using the Mixler app, we're getting a lot Tiffany. of comments. Yeah. <laughs> we actually want to hear your comments too. And if you have any questions that you want to throw out there before the show ends, you go ahead and throw those in there, but you can play along. So first live wire question mm-hmm. for both of you, Doc Brown shows up in your driveway with the DeLorean. He hands you the keys and runs off yelling 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> you get in, the time circuits are on, Mr. Fusion is loaded. What's the red letter date that you travel to and why? Oh, geez. I know. That's a tough one. 
I mean, you tough. know what they say about time travel? Like the the first thing everybody should do is go kill Hitler. Like that's just a thing. <laughs> that's right. what we do, Mr. Rogers. Everybody does <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Rogers, yeah, Tom. Would that's you? from a meme or something. I don't remember. What I have I saw that is what everybody says. Would you go back and kill Hitler as a baby? <laughs> Man, um, I would probably. I was born in '93, so I didn't experience the '80s. Honestly, uh, I probably wow. would go back to the '80s. My parents just never grew out of them, so yeah. that's where all of my nostalgia comes from. Hearing them talk about it, and I really want to go see if it's as awesome as, and as you know, epic as everybody says. So it's awesomer. That's yeah. a good choice. That is a good choice. You yeah, could actually go was... back in the DeLorean and watch the making of Back to the Future. Yeah, I could. That'd that be pretty was... epic. And don't screw it up and like. Keep your parents apart or something. No, yeah, no, and we definitely don't fate. want go stare them down at Brookshire Brothers in Oklahoma and be like, "Don't not get together." <laughs> right, and don't don't let Eric Stoltz play Marty McFly. Oh gosh, no. they've been awful. Oof. Oof. Well, we wouldn't be talking about yeah, it if you had. Right. No. Tom doesn't want to go back in time. No, I'd have no. to do some research because I'd find the time that had the most. <laughs> toy content on the shelves <laughs> and I would load up the just trunk of that thing well, I would oh, say yeah. I would just, wow. 60s and 70s I think in the early yeah. 80s right in that oh, that's dude. about the right cool right in there yeah. like yeah. mid mid 80s maybe was the, you'd have Transformers He-Man Pre, um, pre-lead paint toys. yes you, know, yes. you want to go I mean, you, before after that you, after you go paint. before that and you get all the lead paint and then, uh, yeah, then you get true. into wooden toys and, right see know. Tom sounds like the kind of guy though he's going to go back and he's going to hang out for like a decade and scoop up all <laughs> I want to make sure I hang out long enough to get, get the full all. series right, right. Like then he's going to come back shelves. with new gray in his whiskers and <laughs> what, happened so like, what happened oh, I've been gone for like a you decade know, I just live my best life that's all I did that's all you can do that's a good choice though it's not a specific day it's just a time period general yeah, find a good Toys. time to go and grab as much as I can. I like that. With a truck full of mint condition toys still in their packaging. There'd be a great show next year, that's for sure. We'd have a really good room. <laughs> what about you, chaos. Mike? Where are you going to go? Uh, you know, I'd like to go back to maybe the 50s. Yeah. And not a particular date, but to go to, to Vegas to one of the casino lounges oh, and uh, sit there with a cigar in my hand and a martini <laughs> in the other and listen to Frank Sinatra live. See him oh, in person. Oh, wow. That's That'd really cool, man. That is really cool. I don't know where I'd go. I'm probably a lot of places. It's hard to pick one. I just like to see things the, like how they look before. Just to mm-hmm. just, I wish I could just jump and jump and jump and go. I don't want to hang out there too long. I just want to go check it out and then like go back a little further and check it out. Even like just this, just this city. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom's a building sleuth. Yeah, you know, yeah. just to go back to some of those spots and go. Oh, there's that building. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, just sit in one side. spot. I think you back. would be. It would be well. I think like me too. Uh, you'd get to the spot, and you're not going to leave. You'd, you'd be a rabbit hole. You'd go down. Oh, oh look at yeah. this. Oh well, they go down. Oh, they've got that. Yeah. And then you go here, and then you know what I'm going to tell you. Like strategically, if I actually had that DeLorean, I'd have to do a little research too because I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back and then have to hide that damn thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because oh, you got to right. get rid of it. It's yeah. not like you, you know. It's like you need to be somewhere where you're kind of pretty sure. Yeah, you don't want that. The yeah. townsfolk chasing you out with pitchforks. Yeah, know. UFO. Get you in your iron beast of from hell out of here. You know? yeah. So Vegas is a good choice then. You yeah, just you go fit hide right it in. on the strip and nobody yeah, Nobody's going to know. Just yeah. blinking lights. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Those are good answers. This is fun. This is almost more fun yeah, than the like fish bowl. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Number two. Your boss saddles you with a personal assistant for one week, and it's going to be a prominent figure, mascot, or character from the 80s. You have some choices. Alf, Max Hedrum, Mr. Rogers, Kit from Knight Rider, or B.A. Baracus from the A-Team. 
Who do you choose and why? Ooh. Kat, you go first. I would choose Max Headroom. I just want to match his energy, man. Just, <laughs> just been bouncing off the walls. Tom would not know what to do with all of the ideas in the room. No. For once, he would have to turn one of them down. Uh, I haven't you known. I haven't known you like for a crazy long time, but I feel like his voice. You would murder him before. He yeah, you would, uh, yeah, yeah, just unplug him. But I, I'd enjoy I it at first. Yeah. This guy. yeah. Um, man, they're all good for different reasons, and I mean. I love Mr. Rogers in every way, but how much would he really do around the office? <laughs> be a terrible PA. Whereas B.A. Baracus, um, that guy would really get things done, but would he, like, break assault things. anyone yeah. while you're in break things? <laughs> and, you know, could help yes. with our storage issue. Re- read them again. What, what were they again? Okay. Uh, Alf, Max Hedrum, Mr. Rogers, Kit from Knight Rider, B.A. Baracus from the A-Team. That that car would be really handy. Like that would be the yeah. way to go. Like that way, and it well in today's day we have everything in the phone though because it had all that information. Yeah, but you could get questions. over the river from Lake Charles to Sulphur. And that you is could jump absolutely over true. Yeah, or ski over. That's one hundred percent my answer now. I want one of those. <laughs> I want one of those today. How about you, Mike? I think Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I, I would really like to chill with him. Yeah, I and mean, just talk know, to the man. Just love on him. Yeah, I just love the guy. Yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah, I think I, I kind of was looking at this earlier. To be honest, I could cheat and think about it a little longer. I, I ended up picking Kit. I just think you know I spend a lot of time in my car, and uh, you know I, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of fun just to let him drive for a little while, and I could just listen to podcasts, <laughs> right? Or listen to him, or just talk, talk to the guy. Yeah, well, he's not a guy. But you could you ride. Know. You could bring me in Mr. Rogers' places. We yeah. could sit in the back. You could just hang out and let Kit <laughs> take the awesome. wheel. I think that would be cool. <laughs> It's actually a really good point from L80s man. What's he saying here? Mr. T would be good to help with sales. That'd be the oh, fool the who don't give $1,000 <laughs> to one. the Brimstone Museum for the fundraiser. Now pay up, sucker. Everybody seems go. to, uh, Michelle, she wants to also. Yeah, those are actually good answers. Man, they actually got a lot of good answers coming in on the Mixler, uh, the Mixler link. Yeah, that was a great question, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that question. And nobody picked Alf. Yeah, he would just table. mess things up. He'd break all the art, man. Yeah, and we're like, both cat lovers. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Oh, no, we can't. I am a cat. Cats. <laughs> Same <laughs> here, Alf. Sorry, Alf. You're not going to get to eat our cats. <laughs> Fun, but not this time. Oh, so this is my turn to ask. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you have to wear <laughs> 180s hairstyle for the next year. Which is it? Feathered like Farrah Fawcett. The MacGyver mullet, business in the front, party in the back, teased and crimped to perfection like Cindy Lauper, close cropped any Linux locks, or go big like Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> One year, guys. For a year. For a year. A year. Can yeah. I pick Grace Jones? Hey, you can add your own Grace <laughs> no, no, no. Jones. What is that? Yeah, the Grace Jones flat top. That's like a, yeah, I high and tight Linux kind of thing. Stuff, but like yeah, you know, with the little sideways. Mm-hmm. Salute. Yeah, a little, no, little tweak. I'm gonna go with Farrah Fawcett. Like, who who doesn't want Farrah Fawcett? Yeah, the hair? feathered feathered like Farrah. Something's wrong with you if you don't want that. <laughs> so I don't want Farrah Fawcett, but uh, <laughs> all right, Tom, me. prove me wrong. Oh man, that's a good question too. Um, you know what's funny is looking at you. I'm just thinking about your Bon Jovi answer. Yeah, earlier. and and you know, like I don't think anything I do would surprise anybody in this area <laughs> anyway. I'm Look not at really Tom, guys. I'd like <laughs> yeah, the Bon Jovi big hair. If it meant that I could keep my my long hair once the the year is up, you know. I could maybe go for that and then just trim it down like the later Bon, jo- bon Jovi look, the uh, you know, because he had some style later too. Well, let's have, let's apply some rules. I mean, you can snap your fingers and grow that hair out. You don't have to start with what you have. You could <laughs> have awesome. that. That's how it is. Yeah, it's that'd be the year. way to go then for sure. Uh, and yeah, I'm totally not. Like I said, I don't have a reputation for being 
uh, high style anyway, so I wouldn't be surprising anybody, I don't think. Just go for it. Do it for yeah. a year. Bon What's Jovi, going? man. I'll take it. That's fun. What about you, Mike? I've done both. I did the, in, oh. the, in the 90s. I had really, really long hair. Really? Mid-back or oh, wow. uh, past my shoulder blades, and I've had longer beards. I've done it. I've done all of it, and I just came off of a really long hair year. My oh, so you've was, already uh, done the big like Bond thing. I've huh? done it. I've done that. Hell, I've done the big like Farrah. I've done oh, that. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I've actually used to blow dry, feather back my hair back. More like <laughs> Sean Cassidy, I guess. But so I'm just gonna go because I'm, um, I'm already close crop or shorter here. I'm gonna go with Annie Lennox. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. Cool. I'm kind of safe too. I mean, that if I had to go safe, I'm gonna go. My hair is like shaved off. I mean, you know. So but, could, but it's got to be orange or white. You guys. Yeah, gotta oh, color it. Oh, I gotta no, color no, no, it. Too. I'm all about no, coloring. No, that's Annie Lennox. Yeah. It's not yeah. just the close crops. I like the colors. You know, man, I think it might be fun just to go with that MacGyver mullet only because it seems like the mullet's coming back. Like, I'm seeing a lot more people like Theo Vaughn's got a mullet. Yeah. Everybody loves it. I'm seeing a lot more guys like wear the mullet like a style. I like it. I don't, I don't dislike it. I'm not crazy about it. I don't like the spikes on top and the curls in the back, the perm in the back like oh, we used to yeah. do in the 80s. And that's just silly. Yeah. But if it's long, he kind of had the feathered top yeah. and then the long, yeah. I don't know, maybe I'll go. I think that's what I you would do. You would look pick. interesting. It'd be different. Yeah. It'd be different with that MacGyver mullet. But maybe I get them MacGyver hmm. skills, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, if that go comes with, that with it, then I'm in. That's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, next question. You can choose one 80s pop culture item to put on permanent display at the Brimstone. Do you choose one? Indy's hat and bullwhip. Number that two. in a museum. Yeah, a Ghostbusters mine. proton pack. Number three, a working Atari 2600 with a controller and asteroids. Sorry. Uh, number four, the shard from the Dark Crystal. Oh, that's a good one. And number five, Michael Jackson's red jacket and white glove. Ooh. Man. Mm. Dang it. It's Indiana Jones for me. I'll just yeah. jump right in that's there and answer yeah. first. You that's, didn't waste any time with Oh, no, one. That, that one there, that's that's one of the reasons I work in a museum now, honestly. Really? Like that's, yeah, as a child, I loved his his style and his... Wow. Um, he was a, he was a terrible like preservationist, but he was really yeah, good was. about <laughs> making it adventurous and fun, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's one that kind of inspired me as a kid, and you know, now like I said, between that and visiting the museum when I was a child, that that draw those two together. I like that. That's where I probably yeah. would be. Uh, I'd have to choose the uh, the proton pack because I am obsessed with old time prop making. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love watching those behind the scenes videos of like Star Trek props and everything that mm. they do. So I would just sit there and study that thing. You wouldn't be able to pull <laughs> me away from it. That's cool. Yeah, and then we're talking like I'm assuming real. These are the real deal. Yeah, right. Oh, working, yeah. working mm-hmm. proton pack. Right. That's awesome. Mm. Get the ghost out of the house. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <a ghost. laughs> you you I would say because because of Indiana Jones the movie that those those were formative years for me they I mean that was that fired my imagination that and Star Wars anything with Harrison Ford in the early 80s was it for me so definitely the bullwhip Mm, yeah, I almost would think that for me too because I same thing. Love Indiana Jones. The only reason I probably wouldn't pick it is one because you guys picked it, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you would already have it. But two, like I think people might question its authenticity, yeah. right? It's like the flip flop. They'd be like, "Oh, oh yeah. it's like Indiana Jones's bullwhip and hat," and I'd have to argue with them and no, tell them, real. "No, it's the real one." Sure but is. I think the proton pack, I might go with that too because then I could go, "Oh yeah." You could prove it's and real. And I'll just pull the trigger and we'll just like show them that it, this is a real thing. Let me show you. I think it'd be cool just to pull the trigger on that thing and just go yeah. haywire with it. And that's a good question. I like that one too. Okay. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Rank these movies in order from fave to least. Oh boy. What's on the list? 
One, Return of the Jedi. Two, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Three, Stand By Me. Four, The Goonies. Mm. Five, Uncle Buck. And six, Pick Your Own Movie. So if there's something that is not on here, from the 80s, of course. Man, that's a pretty good list of movies. I'm, I, I, I got to tell you, I think I know what my, my top one is anyway. Okay. If I had to just say. But I'm not going to till you do. Mike, Mike, y'all are all one. writing down. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got documentation to back up my answers. Yeah, <laughs> I've got box office information. Man, yeah, this is one that maybe should have been emailed ahead of time. You hit oh, the blind side. And, they're, and, they're, and they're good movies. And I got to chew on them. Yeah, and then yeah. choose one that's not in the list too. Right. That's hard. Uh, Just do it. What's your your gut? You yeah. Know? yeah. What's your gut tell yeah. you? Yeah. I'm trying to think of we're what, not going to hold you to right. it when it comes on like you know tbs or whatever right which one stops you in your tracks to watch no matter what else is on cat's ready i think i got mine um my my top one would be the one that i pick it'd be the breakfast club oh yeah judd nelson is honestly like i want to be him when i grow up (laughs) 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 then uh i might actually have to put it in the almost the order that you gave me return of the jedi Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, Stand by Me. I, I didn't love that one. I, I really, be, yeah, yeah, that one. I don't. I, just, I don't know. Maybe because I wasn't a kid in the eighties, it didn't quite, you know, resonate with me. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I put Goonies, Uncle Buck, and then Stand by Me. So. Yeah, right on. Okay, Stand by Me at the bottom. Yeah, the cat. I'm awful. Poor Stand by Me, man. <laughs> that, that's a great. I don't the the short story is good. It's based on the <laughs> short story called The Body. The Body yeah, from right. uh, Stephen King. That was good too. Hmm. Tom's mm. struggling with this oh, one. Oh, Tom. Come on, brother. I know. I don't really... have, okay, so I don't have one that's like the 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 top one yet, unless we go back and it's almost going to be like cheating, but the Indiana Jones movies were tip top. Put it in there, kid. bud. So, there and, but I can't choose one is the problem. I oh, think it's the trilogy. I'd, I'd have to, or though, the, if I had to choose, it'd be the... Uh, the Last Crusade, probably. That's my favorite. I nice. liked the choosing the cup at the end and yep. all that business. So, no spoilers. Sorry if you hadn't seen it. It's been thirty something years. You should probably watch that movie <laughs> at this point. But, um, but no, I'd say that. Then follow follow that with Return of the Jedi. That was the, I don't know, either Return of the Jedi or Empire. I liked Empire a little better, maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, then you have Goonies, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Uncle Buck, which. I, I want to rate that one higher because, like, as a kid, I watched it with my sister quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, so it's that's that's on my list pretty high. But uh, And then Stand By Me is last. It was never one of my, my go-to faves oh, or anything. Yeah. Man, um, that's interesting. What about you, Mike? I have... Uh, now, the, the bottom one is a distant... Very far from the fifth one. Yeah. So I'll just go from bottom up. Uh, fifth, sixth place, Uncle Buck. Yeah. Fifth... Only because I love the other one so much. Stand by me. Uh, Return of the Jedi in fourth. Uh, Ferris Bueller in third. The Goonies mm. in second place. And of course, any child of the '80s in my from my that was born in 1970. Let me paraphrase. You know, clarify that in my specific age category, where I think would agree that Empire Strikes Back is the best ever. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> it is good. It is good. The Star Wars movies, it's kind of the whole the whole package from whenever I was a kid. I kind of get you. It's like this a bunch of memories just tied yeah. to it. Man. I don't know. For me, like I guess my my favorite '80s movie, and I guess it's funny to call it an '80s movie. I just thought I think of it as my favorite movie is uh, Back to the Future. I yeah. just can't mm-hmm. can't top it, man. I keep I have a list of these movies like favorite films, and when they come on, I go. 
oh man I love this movie and then I always have that second thought do I like this more than Back to the Future no you don't <laughs> and it's just like over it's really that quick yeah yeah it's just a good movie mean, yeah so Back to the Future is number one for me. And then I guess on this list here, I honestly think The Goonies would probably be right under that. It's just fun. Um, I, I listened to a good podcast the other day with uh, the guy that played Mikey. And he just uh. revealed some cool stuff. I mean, God, I was like, wow, the things you learn all these years later about certain scenes and how they came to be. And you go, wow, these accidents make these movies gold sometimes. Yeah. You know? Um I like Stand By Me. I think I'm put that after The Goonies for me. I, I just something about that movie. I, it touches my heart in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Return of the Jedi is probably next. It's just kind of the whole Star Wars thing. Uncle Buck, for sure. And then for me, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is last. What? I just didn't really mm-hmm. ever get into that movie. I don't know why. Maybe I was in high school when it mm-hmm. came out. And so that was... We were already doing that. Yeah. It's just not as cool. We were just skipping school. But you know, but, yeah. but he did it in a way. It was like, oh, he's the master. He's a yeah. So yeah. that's what we even watched that at our graduation party. You know, high school. We, oh, that's really? What, yeah, that was our our thing. As someone's an cool. iconic like hits it right in that zone for right, you. You're in that. For yeah, us. I get that. I get that. Yeah. See, Uncle Buck, man, I learned a little piece of trivia the other day about that. If anyone wants to hear, um, Macaulay Culkin was on a podcast and he was talking about. The scene in Uncle Buck where he's at home and the lady is at the, on the other side of the door and he's looking through the little mail slot and she's trying to get in the house. Huh. They came up with the idea from Home Alone making Uncle Buck. Hmm. They were that wow. scene right there. He told the whole story behind it. I it like was that. so fascinating. Cool. They were watching this interplay between the door and the lady on the other side of the door, the neighbor trying to, is your mom home and all that kind of stuff. And he's yeah. You know, inquisitive back and forth, and his answers, and they were like, "Hey, we got an idea that for is a cool. whole movie here," and that was where it was born at. <laughs> I like that. And uh, they called him back in and created that around Build that one scene. Deal. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. So that was fun. Yeah. This is the lightning round, though. I don't know how we should handle this, Mike. It's super fast. You don't have much time. You can't can't write these down. You, you just, just have gotta, to shout yeah, out. Yeah, yes and go. Yeah, no, thank, no you can't analyze or you know, collect <laughs> no, data, no Tom. Why don't we just so do you'll one, call it one? We'll, you'll yeah. do, he's going to call out. You'll know what to do. You have to pick okay. one, you know, answer his in yeah. a quick response, and I'll call it the next one. Yeah, you can only make one choice. No discussion. <laughs> no take backs. All right. Michael Jackson or Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Michael Jackson. Ooh. Teen Wolf or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles all the way. Mm, teen Wolf only mm, because I yes. don't like the other. <laughs> Good job. Captain Lou Albano or Captain Crunch? <sighs> Captain oh. Crunch. You know, I was a big wrestling kid, but man, I like to eat mm-hmm. Captain Crunch. <laughs> the Breakfast Club or Boy George and the Culture Club? Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. wow. I went with Boy George and the Culture Club on that, that one. That would have been a tough one. Mad Balls or Mad Max the Road Warrior? Mad Balls. Oh, Mad Max. Oh, I love these divisions. I still have some Mad, mad Balls at home. I don't even know what that is, but Mad Magazine. <laughs> okay, uh, Blue Jean Jacket or Billy Jean? Billy Jean. Blue jean jacket. Mm. That's a tough one. Cabbage Patch Kids or Garbage Pail Kids? Cabbage Patch. <laughs> Same here, actually. <laughs> really? I never liked the Garbage Pail Kids. No, neither. Kids. No, so not gross. at all. I loved Garbage Pail Kids. Did you like no, I those? I never got into it. No. Oh my gosh, I'm the only one. Not I'm so surprised. That blows it my mind. I was like, for out. sure. 
everyone's going to say Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> Dude, me and nope. my friends couldn't wait. We'd go down, we'd buy those damn things. Is that more of a later later 80s thing? I don't know. Because I, I have no memory of that. after the, the uh, Cabbage Patch Kids came out. It was like a kind of a... Like a spoof like a, on those. spoof on them. Oh, okay. oh, dude, I thought they were hilarious. Yeah, the I can names. D- to tell you, too, like the Cabbage Patch thing. So my, my, I have a little sister, and she had some, and I can still remember the names of her Cabbage Patch dolls. Cause Are we you were, serious? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, played with them a lot? Too. Yeah, we did. Interesting. Yeah. Tell us more, Tom. Well, Carlos. <laughs> oh, there's not. Okay, back then there wasn't to do out there. I took so. over custody, you know. I like that, Mike. I like that, Mike. Back then there wasn't nothing to do out there. He's defending yeah, he's you. in the woods. Yeah. yeah what else are you going to do but play with your sister's dog? <laughs> right, right. Of course. I undressed Barbie many times as a kid back in the 70s. Oh, yes, man. I mean, me and my sister were just talking about that the other day. I was like, when she would watch Jim and the holograms, and I would play with her Jim dolls. I was always playing Rico, you know, and we'd sit there and, <laughs> yeah. you know, the purple play. hair. The, the, oh, the dude. dude. Yeah, I told her the other day, I said, yes, yeah, I didn't ever tell you this, but I actually wanted to, like, have purple hair like Rico. I thought Rio. Was, Rio. Rio. Yeah, Rio. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Rio. I was like, man, he, he looked cool. And she's like, I never knew that. I was like, well, yeah, back then I was freaking 10 and you were, you know, six. So I, well, yeah. I'm going to tell you, hey, uh, Bethany, I want to. Um, I don't remember that. I don't. That, I guess Jim that, the another holograms? one of those things. They came out probably around. It was like Silverhawks mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff was I, out. As Voltron. far as action figures, yeah, it was. If it did not have Star Wars or Star Trek on it, I didn't. Ah. That just didn't. I was a snob. Yeah. I was a sci-fi <laughs> you're, snob. You were Trekkie too. Yeah, but back then I was more. It was, you know, more for Star Wars. But now mm-hmm. I'm. It's equal. Ooh, Star Wars fans. Hope I don't. The serious. Oh fan. man, I wonder <laughs> what people are saying. Beat the crap out of me. <laughs> oh yeah, well we're getting a lot of activity on the Mixler page. There's some yeah, really good answers. Awesome. This is a lot of fun to actually see what other people. <laughs> Michelle Crunch Boy. Crunch <laughs> Boy. Well, this has been a lot of fun. This has been. Yeah. So for so for this weekend, is there a place where people should go to get information if they just need to? If they didn't get it all on this show, where should they go if they just want to know what's going on? It's a Facebook page. Pretty much. Yeah. The the information came in kind of quick, so we're doing it all through Facebook as opposed to our typical website. Um, that's also where most of our audience is for this show, anyway. So. Um, yeah, it's just the Facebook slash uh, Chaos Theory Art Show. That's our our page. Um, so you can search for that and you know find yeah. out more information about when things start and where it goes from there. Yeah, and the the event itself, the party is the brim is it the Brimstone Museum totally rad. Yeah, the Brimstone's totally rad eighties party. Brimstone's it's, totally it's rad. technically yo. It's the Brimstone's totally rad eighties party, my dudes. Okay, that's right. Yo, <laughs> official <laughs> title. Can you say my that dudes. again? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. I can. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. All right, and so if people just in general want to find out information about Brimstone Museum and Cultural Center, they can always go to your website, which is Brimstone museum.org all right mm-hmm. brimstonemuseum.org it's been a lot of fun i hope y'all enjoyed it yeah thanks for having us and i'm happy i know it i'm helpless do i show it Thank you for tuning in to Find the Good News Live. If you would like to help me grow the good news signal, visit patreon.com slash find the good news and become a patron. That's patreon.com slash find the good news. I sincerely thank each of you for your patronage and for listening to this broadcast. I love you just.